previously on Real Fantasy Encounters. You're having the rhinestone whale dream again, but this time when you dream, something different happens. Uh, As it is sailing through the sky, there is a harpoon of steel that flies up and it lets out this horrible, anguished cry. I was was chatting to Hypanicon. He was saying that there's maybe a queen inside you and maybe a harp inside you. I, I, I suppose I want to know if I can call you Muzel. Like the others do. But that just sounds wrong, even to the bees. No no matter what, you, you was my pup. That ain't gonna change. Is it all coming back with you? Excellent work. Nine. <laughs> Fantastic work. Yeah. I'm going to roll that D. It's a D10 resource, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Also a nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do we need Muzel for? The delve is finished. <laughs> That's 14. <laughs> We're back. We're in Hallow. That's it, baby. We made it. That's the best. Off. We're just wandering around aimlessly talking about religion. <laughs> Oh my god! Mm. Uh, uh, fantastic work. Uh, the the <laughs> yeah, like uh, you're just so caught up in this conversation that, be- like, before you notice it, you're you're pretty much coming up on what is uh, in, similar to the uh, temple beneath. Uh, it is built in this big old brass cathedral, uh, but this is like an ancient cathedral. Like the the last one was uh, like in the progress of being built. It was them trying to rebuild another burned down one. This 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 one here is ancient, like uh, uh, undatably ancient. You, you're not even sure that all the insignia actually mean anything. It it is just like uh, this is where they've uh, made their home. Uh, it's it's got a uh, the tags here are a cult and haven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, as you're walking into it, it's got like uh, little cobblestone pathways going through it. Uh, you can see that the walls have bizarre like red and purple cracks in it and sometimes they blink game of walls game of walls and yeah there are people around here you can see uh, well, before we enter into the city proper or yeah. the, the haven proper um, can we let the dog out of yeah, the house yeah 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 <laughs> well, I, I want to let Mizel out and I want to obscure this door <laughs> somehow 
here's the thing. Uh, you're you're walking into this haven, and uh, you're like, all right, let's get this thing. Uh, you you set up the door on the wall. Oh, no. It opens. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and a man walks out. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, hello! <laughs> I ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like a, quite a tall guy. It is an elfia. Oh, <laughs> it is an elfia who is familiar to you, Moon's Chosen Light. Uh in a bad way or a good way? <laughs> oh, this! Oh my God! This Another is... son! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, this is an old family friend of yours. Uh, you recognize him. Uh, he's uh, He's got like a nice uh, bomber jacket going on. He's got like a, a, a whole bunch of like, he's not wearing his mask anymore. Uh, you can see that he's got like a very uh, a bristly mustache and uh, very thick eyebrows. Uh, his, his old masks uh, are now hanging from his belt. One of them is like a, a very nice uh, ceremonial one. And then the other one is uh, his old work mask which is one of those, like, baleen whale-style ones. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. he's, he's now wearing a... Uh, it's like a tricorn hat. <laughs> it's, it's like a very... like It's, it's not a rough and tumble a, one. Yeah. This is like an affectation. A very nice, fancy, like, admiral's cap. And on his back, he has a harpoon. Oh, my God. This okay. is Taz, isn't it? Uh, this is tears in flesh like jagged tears. Your old family friend and Hyponicon Screed's former owner. <laughs> I'd pass back inside the room for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you dip these scorpions in the honey and you leave it like crystallized <laughs> for a bit, they taste mighty fine. Now, I don't really have any honey on hand, so I kind of, we've been kind of been using our own, and I don't know if that makes it kind of like cannibalistic don't really know because we just kind of produce honey so we've been just honey's honey i'm not going to turn it down exactly and there i think i think we could take this back to elmara eventually um we could make like a little side hustle out of it mm. like worst case scenario we don't get them bees out we can make this a profit mm. and but again worst case scenario i just really like these scorpions here but um yeah 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 uh, sorry i was i was uh Sorry, it took. Uh, I need to tell you how how we got down exactly. Yeah, that that is a good point. The Delvers don't normally let anyone else outside of the actual team down into, you know, the hole. No, we uh, uh, we had to pose as a team, <laughs> and they bought that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did not think that would work. <laughs> Three null pops in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess our question is, who did you bribe or who did you kill to get down here? And well, we didn't kill anyone. Like, come on. They You got to you got to check just in case. We need to know if we got to do some cleanup when we get home, so to speak. They they figured it out as we were getting through the gate and we all made a run for it. <laughs> Ooh, they okay. didn't want to follow us too deep down. I mean, fair. Um, so we understand that there is a team out looking for us right now. They're not going to be happy, and uh, you you might have to uh, make an appeal on our behalf. I mean, in all fairness, y'all did, did did just have to deal with the the team of vengeance out for my blood. So, um, out of curiosity, uh, what do you think the sort of criminal charge would be um, for something like that? 
honestly, I think since Almorar is sort of really such a small collective, I think they highly prioritize keeping who they can alive. So I think the Delvers are very highly selected and just like they only let these people go down. Like, okay, these are the acceptable losses we have for Almorar. Anybody else that go down isn't just sacrificing themselves, they're sacrificing like the needs of the pack. Mm-hmm. So I think the the rest of the Knolls would see it as them like abandoning their cog within society. I think it's a very, very high offense. I don't think it'd be like death penalty because it would defeat the purpose. But I think um, indentured servitude or a ginormous fee mm. or just like some kind of trade-off to like give back what you have taken in terms of resources. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, the kind of fee that they would hit you with, considering they were already pretty uh, bad off, which is why they came down, yeah. would easily bankrupt your entire family. Yeah, very, very easily. And yeah. uh, then it would go from uh, them having to take indentured servitude to all of you having to do that. Yes, yes, yeah. And I think that would not go down very well. That so ne- sucks being a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was even, I was just, good thing you know a red priest, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> a red priest apiarist knoll. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, now we can just sort of add to Musel's little thing is I have to go back home, not just sans bees, but with something to pay them with. That is the equivalent to, I'd say, the the team I was on was probably myself and four others and three pups... And I think definitely anything under puberty or mid-puberty is like a the most valuable kind of life right next to like women. Because like children, women, fuck men because there's a bunch of you guys. You don't create shit. You either that to fucking die. Don't read into that. Fun fact about bees. Um, uh, bees push, like the female bees push male drones out of the hive to die because mm. after a while they like they are literally just there to to get the queen pregnant yeah but the queen is pregnant forever and so yeah. all the all the unnecessary males are just dragged outside of the hive um and left to die yeah. <laughs> and i think weirdly enough that kind of not mirrors null society but in the way that null society in my head at least anyway is very matriarchal mm. yeah incredibly so uh, yeah so uh Claude is like, so so it's it's a big debt we're looking at. Yeah, okay. I mean, I figured there'd be a debt with three of you down here, but if the rest of the Delvers didn't make it back, that's that's gonna be on our shoulders. Okay. So I guess that's two things. We got bees and we got debt. Um ooh. Don't mention that to Screed. <laughs> Just like ever. <laughs> like on pain of death. Cause that will not work out well for either of us, we reckon, at all. You don't think so? No. He, he seems to genuinely have your best interests at heart. Like I said, you got a good team. I'm, I mean, yeah, they've... Screed's proven themselves to be trustworthy, but at their roots, <laughs> they is a red priest. And I know y'all haven't been in... This is your first time in, into, the, into the heart, but red priests are quite literally some of the most volatile people you will meet down here. They they thrive off of collecting and increasing debts. I mean, heck, if that boy really wanted to, he'd just, like, 
kamikaze himself as part of his whole shtick. They just go. He was telling me he won a sword that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They threaten it a lot, but it, they they can't. They don't normally do it. They can only do it once, as is kind of like the whole point. But um, yeah. They they thrive off of making and getting more and more debt. And if they found out the kind of debts that we now have, um. Let's just say that'd be one more cult that I don't particularly want to be a part of, because that'll that'll follow you until the grave. Speaking of Screed, uh, the two of them have been out there a while. Should we go check on them? You called me Screed. I said, speaking of Screed. Oh, speaking of Screed, my ears are full of wax, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but up, 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 you dad, dad jokes. We're back. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> That's what I came down here for. Exactly. <laughs> See, look, Eddie, and and Muzel pats their pocket, and it's like this little leather-bound book they've had with the, the entire tab. Look, I still got all my old joke books. <laughs> See, I got it from each each time we had one of you new pups, we wrote down each a new dead joke, so your ma couldn't get mad at me because yeah, I had it written down and it's in a book, so it's legit. You know, if there's one thing that makes jokes better, it's turning them into poems. People love that. Absolutely. People exactly. love to read that's a poem that's a saying. joke. It's <laughs> so good. But yeah, we probably should see if we could at least get out of this door now because I don't trust any one of them other hunters to come in here and ruin whatever's going on. And make sure your pocket's full of soup, bub. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he shoves a couple more cans into his pocket. <laughs> I'm going to write soup on my resources. <laughs> he goes over to the door. He opens it up to a rainforest. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You absolute piece of shit. Uh, passing back over to the uh, other two of you who are just outside of Hallow. Uh, yeah, you are standing here with uh, Jagged, you called him. <laughs> Tears yes. in flesh like Jagged Tears. Mm. Uh, and he, he looks at you uh, like very surprised. Jagged? <laughs> well, if it isn't Moon's chosen light. That's me. What a place to meet you in. Why are you coming out one of them doors? Why aren't I at the rocket ship? <laughs> oh, the rocket ship, um, it was attacked by, well, the Vigilites. Oh, Lord, what a time. We have some catching up to do, don't we? We moved this door because it wasn't much use over there. Is this Hallow? Uh, yeah. I haven't been to Hallow in such a long time. It has been a while. Well, looking for theologian. The angel. Yeah. You remember this old thing and I just <laughs> rip open my chest? Oh my, God. my, that has grown since I've last seen you. Hasn't it? I just do it back up. Apparently theologian's here. And so are you. Well, I was told and I put out the book of angels. The pages. <laughs> Oh my god, you're just showing a fucking slaver. A literal fucking slaver. Like this is my high school friend. What are you talking about? Yeah, your high school friend fucking Javert. Like (laughs) Cool. It's what his parents did. It's not really in him anymore. His dad was a Nazi. That only kind of makes him bruh. Bruh. Indentured servitude. That is a fancy way of saying slavery. <laughs> it's just slavery with a bunch of extra steps. <laughs> God, I'd love to tell you everything I've been getting up to. Let's go get a drink. Here, do you mind if I get your servant to carry my harpoon for me? <laughs> now, I do have to let you know, this isn't a, this is my friend. We're in the heart. You know that, right? 
Oh, yes, but... So, the ways above don't apply down here. Oh, didn't bring enough money down with you. Understandable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not making eye contact with this person at all. I mean... In all fairness, he probably doesn't recognize you. He's probably got like a boatload of slaves. He has no idea. He has no idea who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Um, so good. (laughs) I always find it handy to make friends with people that have interesting abilities and talents. You know what happens when you kill a red priest? Oh, Oh, I've heard of this. They explode. (laughs) You have to have a good distance on them. You know, uh, really get a good arm throw on your harpoon. I would imagine so, but even then, like, Re- really? trying to aim with at that distance. Really, you want a firearm of some kind to finish them, I agree. <laughs> You're basically just a pocket grenade to this man. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, where are my matters? Uh, Ibonicon's Creed, this is uh, tears in flesh like jagged tears. I know. You know? Uh, my reputation tends to precede me. <laughs> I can hold on to that harpoon for you if you'd like. Yeah, he passes it over to oh you. Oh my god. <laughs> it is the exact one you saw in your dream. Yeah. <laughs> I sling this thing over my shoulder. Um, uh, and I say nothing else to this guy. Um, I've become quite a storied hunter down here. Really? What have you been hunting recently? Oh, you know, various sharks and squids. Mm. They've got all sorts of uh, land fish down in Briar. I'll have to show you. We have actually become quite uh, renowned explorers ourselves. Mm. We found the Papillus Library. Really? That is fascinating. (laughs) That's where I got this book of uh, angels. Not lying is fine, but that doesn't mean you have to expel and word vomit all knowledge that you can pertain I, the second you meet any other sentient light being. has never met anyone who is not worthy of just telling everything to. You're like every gay at a campfire at 3am, like Jesus, just info dumping. Fuck. Yeah. So I found this great book of angels. Yeah, I, th- I think we cut. You're all in a uh, like a, a hallow bar at this point. Yes, uh, and like uh, everything's got like a weird gothic vibe in here. They got like a, a, all the like the melted candles and stuff like that. Uh, uh, you're all drinking. What's the word for it? Feed Ale? wine, seltzer, cider, beer, alcohol, <laughs> mold, <Juice>. mold wine, <laughs> mold wine. Ah, oh, yeah. Go to here out of goblets. <laughs> um, did you bring the door with us? Uh, yes, I did. Um, uh, this bar, this bar, like, I think, like, right by the front door mm. is the door. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and, and, like, uh, I'd say that we've taken a seat very close to that door, mm. you know, just yeah. in case. You, you can watch it out the window. <laughs> yes. To make sure no one runs <laughs> off with it. No one's going to run off with it. Mm. It's fine. And uh, this, uh, theologian is associated with Hallow, and that's why you're here. I assume that's what I'm... I mean, I don't know how much more of a sign you need that I need to find Theologian. Mm. It's kind of, like, here all the time. Aren't you lucky that I can give you an introduction? You know Theologian? I... <laughs> yeah, this... How long has it taken you to tell me this? This genuinely gets him. He goes, not, not Theologian. Uh, there's a, uh, a uh, one of the, the matriarchal witches here. 
uh, one of the coven witches, core, core coven witches, Winter Wedding. She's the one who interprets signs from Theologian. I'm happy to do an introduction if uh, you would like to do a little something for me as well. What do you have in mind? Well, I'd actually come up to uh, find some people, you know. Uh, Rocket tends to have some vagabonds and hangers-on who are always looking for work. And uh, I need some pack mules for my next big hunt. There were a bunch on the path heading this way. Yes, yes, but now I've seen you here. How much fun would it be if you came with me instead? What kind of pack work do you want? (laughs) How long is this going to take? Oh, it shouldn't be too bad. Going to head down into Briar, and I have a specific target in mind. The Basidian Landshark. Bit of a misnomer. It's actually a mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very big misnomer. It's not even the same fucking species. Okay, and what? You want me to move this? That You, you, you already own it? Hmm? No, we're going to hunt it. Oh, we're going to go hunt the mushroom. It's going to be a lot of fun, I promise you that. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't say anything. I, I kind of look like out toward the door, um, and I say, excuse me, please, and I leave <laughs> yeah. with the harpoon. Um, <laughs> we probably need to talk to the rest of our companions. Oh, you have more of them around. Yeah, uh, uh, Anol and uh, their son. I see. Absolutely. Uh, the more the merrier. How did you get your hands on one of those keys? Oh, uh, uh, oh let me tell you about it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd like to cut back to... Uh, actually, we'll follow you out to the door for a second. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, out, out in Hallow, like, I, go, I go by this door. I'm like looking in through the window of the bar mm. at this fucking slaver. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I have his harpoon now. Mm. Um, uh, I have a great urge inside me to get rid of this as fast as possible. Um, uh, but the first thing I'm going to do is open the door. Yeah. Um, yeah, over on your side, um, the, yeah, the two of you are looking out at this gigantic, uh, rainforest that goes as far as you can see. It is one of, it is so noisy out there. There is this huge cacophony of, like, monkeys screeching and birds going off and all kinds of, like, roars and hums and, uh, like, just uh, bug swarms. Uh, like, it's uh, unbearably loud out there. Well then, and Musel slams the door shut, waits, like, 30 seconds and it opens it again. Still rainforest. I do it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> Still rainforest. This door's gone Katie Wampus on us. Mm. Shit. <laughs> Yes, I have been Googling Southern slang. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> There's only so many times I can go, son, bitch. <laughs> and Caddy Wampus is just so fun to say. Um, well, um, that certainly puts a damper on things. Uh, it's all right. I, I, I did find something before I think might help us. What has he got? And uh, he, he takes you back over to the kitchen. There is like a, a roll-up section. You know how sometimes uh, bread boxes in like nice places are behind a, a roll-up yeah. door? Yeah, mm-hmm. so that rich people shit. Yeah, uh, opens it up. Uh, there is a rotary telephone in there. And, and a little <laughs> monogrammed note that says dial one for assistance. This is just like some broken house moving castle door. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? And Musel picks up the rotary phone and dials one. Uh, Grindle Club, how can we help? 
Uh, good evening, fine sirs. We seem to have ourselves here a bit of a bit of a a, a hitch with our door here. See, we was um, our door was stationed out in Hallow, Hallow, and we've just tried to leave as per normal, and it's no longer at Hallow. So we think someone may have moved our here door or done something. So if you could just point us back in the right direction of our here entrance, that'd be mighty fine of you. Oh, we can do that. Absolutely no problem. Just uh, come down to the uh, the main lobby and we'll get that all sorted out at the desk. Sure thing. We'll be right there. And Yuzel hangs up. <laughs> Where the fuck is the lobby? <laughs> there have... ain't no doors. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, we don't, no, no, no thank you. We do not have good standing with these folk. And I'm not going into a main lobby of some hinky reception with just the two of us. So... Counterpoint. They don't know that. Every member you've interacted from this club is now dead. Yeah, but <laughs> they all had doors. They could have communicated our status. Potentially. I feel like we have two options here, Claude. We can just sit tight and pray, <laughs> so to speak. Or we can uh, brave the world in there. Oh, yeah. Wilderness. How did the fuck do you say that with a southern accent? Wilderness. Wilderness. <laughs> that sounds, yeah. We, or we can stay in here. Uh, words. Great fuck out, it. Great outdoors. The great yeah, outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, surely the, the, if it's the concierge building for, for the lodge that we're in, it can't be too far away from the building, can it? <laughs> I mean, um, I, I, yeah, let me just. Quickly check. There's no other entrances to this place, and I'm gonna do a quick discern to see if I can find any entrances like upstairs or anything else that'll take me to a lobby. Um, uh, look, I won't toss a roll in front of you. There is not. Fuck that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, let's. Um. Yeah, I think we. I we. we yep. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, I've got the best navigator in the heart with me, so into the wilderness we go. Then I suppose. Uh, let's do it, Dad. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you step out into the rainforest. Now, uh, I open upon a the con, door. You open the door. Yes. It is. It is uh, completely empty in there. <laughs> I I go. Yuzel, Yuzel, are you there? <laughs> uh, I'd I'd like poke my head inside through the door frame and like look around. No, you don't. You don't see anyone in there. It, it looks the same as you did when you opened it before. I close the door again and I go, this is not good. Uh Okay, one thing at a time. First, let's ditch this fucking harpoon. Um, uh, (laughs) Then second, locate Muzel, Muzel's son. And third, ditch this slaver as well. I would like to talk to Somophagus. Yeah, uh, Somophagus pops out and goes... It appears to be a bit of a pickle you're into. <laughs> uh, a pickle is an apt description of what is going on. Maybe you could buy your way out of it with an adventure. A very expensive object I can smell. That is exactly what I was going to ask you about. A one-trick pony, I want to go. And thankfully, there's no problem that trick can't solve. Good. Good. Ah. I like this. You're giving me solutions to these problems. Uh, where shall I look? Use that nose of yours to sniff it out. 
I've been smelling powerful, powerful relics all over the place. What kind of power? Power very closely associated with the heart. People who've made bargains. Bargains with blood beasts, bargains with the flesh of this place in its entirety. Bargains with the flesh of the place. They make these deals below us. I smell catacombs. Graveyards. Yes. <laughs> That's what we call a derelictus bank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, uh, good. Good. Bargains of the flesh as well. Sounds strangely familiar. We must also be on the lookout for witches. The witch who knows why I'm here is here. Yes, uh, Reina Voto is the witch you're looking yes. for. Um, uh, at, let's go sell this harpoon. Yeah. And I go off <laughs> to, to explore a market. Uh, Muzel, you and Claude have uh, stepped out into this jungle. Uh, there is a weird light quality down here. It's actually a bit brighter than a lot of the places you've been in in the heart. Uh, but in the sense that it's pretty much like constantly daybreak here. Mm-hmm. It's like you've got that dawn light coming through the oh. entire thing, but it's not coming from any direction in particular. It's just kind of there. Filtering through. Uh, it is uh, like the trees aren't very narrow and together. Instead, they're like very stretched apart to the point where there, there isn't even a consistent canopy at the moment. And you can see these uh, the black flowers mm-hmm. that were blooming uh, up in the tunnel. Uh, you can see the ones down here are like entire black cycads oh, and huge yeah. prehistoric-looking plants. I would also like to just note the fact that I have not closed the door. Oh, yes. I've yeah, kept yeah. it propped open because I don't have a fucking key and I can't get back in. Yes, completely right. <laughs> because my logic is that Aaron will go in, close the door, and I, I don't know, magic, and then once he closes the own door, he'll turn around and he'll look back at it and be like, oh, the door's wedged on like a piece of stick. And he'll open it. And I'll be like, ah, that's where the dogs went. We'll let the dogs out. <laughs> oh, that, I, I'm trying to get the dad. Like he closes it behind him, but like it's wedged behind him. Yeah. But it would be wedged open in the last world. <laughs> well, currently, it's... It's weird. It's dimensionally weird. Dimensionally definitely. weird. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's I, possible that you've just broken the loop entirely. Yeah. 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 Well, so yeah, yeah I mean, if, if you have a connection at going to this dim- the dimension you're in there, mm. you can't have... It's, it's, it's like crossing wires. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, uh, please give me a Delve roll. Cool. <laughs> what, what is the domain? It is wild. Fuck. Cool. Did you have the delve skill? I uh, yeah, that's two. But you don't really need the delve skill. I mean, yeah, you just, just roll, roll a nine. Honestly, uh, you don't have the star charts with you, but you should still have your I life sign detector. Do. So that's still three. Uh, the item doesn't give you one. No, no, no. Oh, it gives true. you bigger yeah. outgoing stress die. True, 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 true. That's ten. Oh, perfect. Nice. Like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm not even going to make you roll out going stress. Uh, this thing is actually, yeah, it's like a, a, a short 15-minute walk away from the thing. There's no clearly marked path over there, but that's because all of the people that come here are hunters who are like expert navigators. So. <laughs> yep, and I have one on my team. Mm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and so it is a lodge a bit bigger than the one you came from. Uh, this huge, nice uh, 
uh, log. It's it's kind of like a country club that's just being placed oh. in the middle of a jungle. <laughs> that actually tracks really well. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and it's got this this big uh, like wolf, uh, the the Grindel logo that you've seen on the key and the door is mounted above it. And since Musel is always clean and presentable, that's fine. But Musel takes a quick look at Claude. Is he looking clean and presentable? Uh, he's. He's he's not looking too bad. I can't think of anything that would have grabbed him up recently. Yeah. I think even despite that, like, Uzel just grabs a bit of the flannel hanging off their waist and just, like, licks it and does, like, the dad, oh. like, over the forehead. Well, um, I was going to go, you got a bit of schmutz. But I'm like, that's not, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not, that's not the right. Dad, I can lick myself. It's okay. <laughs> I know, I know you're old enough to clean yourself. I just, it's, it's been a while. Let me have this. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you walk into the lobby of this place. Uh, they've got like a nice little uh, concierge desk, and there is a uh, yeah, a, a drow butler-looking man there, uh, standing behind. He's got the little uh, waistcoat and a bow tie going on. Uh, howdy, howdy, y'all. How y'all doing? Oh, greetings. Yeah. Oh, you must be the ones who called down from the rotary telephone. Uh, yeah, yeah, mighty embarrassing sort of thing. Uh, it's never happened to us before. Just, I don't know what's up with the door these days. It's just all hinky. Uh, it's it's fine. It, it uh, happens all the time, you know. People d- d- don't close it properly. Ugh, you uh, know, you just hate the door top. gets jammed, it mm. get, gets damaged, you know. It's it's constant maintenance work for us. But it's all good. Um, uh, I'll just find your name on the registry here. Absolutely. Um... Okay. Shit. Let the bees take over. <laughs> no, I have to be asleep for that to actually happen. Yeah. What was, um, it was co- Cogs, Cuddle, Cuddle. What was his name? Corkwood? Corkwood, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, here on behalf of, uh, uh, Dr. Corkwood. Oh, of course. Uh, uh, fantastic. That makes sense. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, writes down some notes, and uh, he gets up and says, "I'll take you right to him." Actually, this might work. Okay. <laughs> Wait. I thought he was fucking dead. Okay. Yep. Shit. All right. Let's go. Let's go. You've also never consciously met. You never met him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, you just got told about Corkwood afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you are led uh, through back into the main hall of this place. They've got like a hunter's bar set up. <laughs> you know, plenty of trophies. Uh, like uh, plenty of these are like hunters with a lot of money. They've got like uh, really nice uh, guns and rifles and bows and arrows and like all sorts of ridiculous uh, monster hunter ass weapons <laughs> going on. And uh, yeah, they're all uh, sitting around having drinks with each other and like chuckling over anecdotes and. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Having themselves a, uh, a grand old time. And uh, up at the bar, you see Corkwood. Is it actually Corkwood? <laughs> it is actually Corkwood. Holy shit, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. He or at is, least I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, as a reminder, yeah, uh, Corkwood uh, is, uh, like, wears, like, army prepper gear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, very overdressed for a knoll. Uh, no longer has the, the rifle because it got stolen off of him. <laughs> I wonder who did that. I have no <laughs> oh, clue. Wait. I didn't. I didn't take the it's rifle from him, though. My apologies. No, you um, got the um, 
You got the rifle. I took from the rifle from a cultist. Cultist, um, yeah, my uh, who was, yeah. Wait, was Corkwood a knoll? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, he's, he's brutally drinking at the bar. <laughs> uh, uh, you come over and the butler's like, oh, uh, uh, Dr. Corkwood. <laughs> and uh, the, presents all of you. And he says, leave the guests with me. <laughs> Take a seat. Why don't you? Uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, my name's Musel, and this here's my boy, Claude. I'm well aware. I figured you well, would be. Wasn't aware of the sun. Certainly wasn't around when you tried to poison me. In all fairness, <laughs> that wasn't my choice. We've never officially met, and all that nonsense sort of went on while I was otherwise occupied at the Honey Hive. I just wanted to sort of extend my deepest apologies as soon as was able. I mean... You can't speak for them. You, you know, them moon cultists and them incarnadine fellas. They're just the most untrustworthy people within this heart. How'd you get to the lodge, Musel? Well, it wasn't with my key, I'll tell you that right now. Absolutely not. No, no. It pains me to say this. Um, <laughs> if your strategy for dealing with this is to tell the truth, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Yes. No, 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 no. Join me. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to. We just tell it. everyone everything. <laughs> um, the the girl's name was Cheney. Cheney, yeah. Um, we actually split um from Moon and Screed a, a little while back. Um, and when we went our separate ways, well, you go through the heart as you do. Things get a bit topsy turvy, and I. We are unsure if you were aware, my friend, but along with our apologies, we wanted to offer you our condolences. We came across your friend, Chaney. I've met Chaney before. Yeah, yeah. The trapper girl. Yeah, yeah. We uh, came across her path while we was um, in, in your little haven, and while we was furthering our way down along the heart, we, we happened upon her and her possessions. She had pass from this mortal coil, so to speak. She is, uh, and we figured, you know, she ain't using her stuff no more, and it was the best opportunity to try and meet another null face-to-face and offer our apologies. We, you know, you want to do these things right. We didn't want to leave y'all hanging. Mm-hmm. And then you used my name to get in the door. You gotta do what you gotta do in these trying times. I'm just trying to get me and my boy back home. Uh, he, he takes a, a long sip of his drink. <laughs> I can still taste that damn tea. <laughs> My taste buds ain't been right since. But if you've parted ways with them, we got no bad blood, do we? You might even have the ingenuity to make a Grindle Club hunter understand that an opening has just come up. Indeed it has. And you know, what's the one thing people need in the heart, if not friends? <laughs> you interested in an induction? If that's the way to get us back home to Almorad, then certainly. All I'd ask for is a little payment. Oh, what what you have in mind? I'd I'd say, well, I ain't too much of a tracker ourselves. My boy here, he well, he's mighty fine with a piece with a map, and I'm mighty good with my hands. So, anything you got for us, I'm sure we could, well, you know, scrounge up for you. I'm having a good look at that. Machine you got there. The life sign detector. You would take 
a tracker's tools away from a tracker. What kind of navigator is a navigator without a map? You said you were pretty good with maps without it. I didn't say without it. You you <laughs> stitched that on the end of that presumption on your own. Well, <laughs> look, I, let, let me put it this way. Give me the life sign tracker. I induct you into the Grinder Club. You get yourself a key. You learn how to use it. You got a magic portal that takes you anywhere in the heart you want to go. You know what? You drive a hard bargain, but having a little interdimensional door portal thingy, that seems like a pretty good trade. So, Claude, you you in you in with this? Uh, Claude goes, yeah, yeah, I suppose we can do that. Yeah. And uh, uh, Coco goes, good, because the other offer was me ratting you out. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the good old heart humor for you there, bud. Um, yes, uh, absolutely. And I, I hand over the life sign detector. Yeah. Goodbye, D8 tech. Good thing we got those maps, huh? That's a good <laughs> thing, yep. <laughs> yeah, um, passing over to uh, Moon's Chosen Light. Uh, yeah, you're, you're out on the, uh, the streets at this point. Um, yeah, Jagged is taking you to go see uh, Winter Wedding. Yeah, okay. And uh, he's, he's saying, uh, like, uh, as you're walking along, he goes, now that it is just the two of us, I can be a little more open with my goals. You mean you couldn't be open before? You never know who's listening, especially with Drow around. I didn't think you much cared for the family business. The family business for us was wailing. It was fine for a time, but it just lost the challenge to it. I found a greater challenge, and that is what brought me down here. Hunting heart beasts? One in particular. You see, I heard a story from one of our foremen. One of the people that used to work in my factory. Went mad, they say. Become convinced that there was a great rhinestone whale waiting down here in the heart. Really? You know, you I've might. got a friend that believes that there's a great Weinstein well down here as well. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only one. I've asked a few people. The same story keeps coming up. It can't be coincidence. Well, my friend believes that, and I don't think that they're correct, for obvious theolo- theore- theoretical? theological... Theological. Theological, theological reasons. thank you. Theological reasons, but that the heart itself is a... Giant rhinestone whale in the like in the the heart is 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 a, is a manifestation entity. <laughs> what all of this and what one creature at the middle of it? Hardly believable. I mean, that creature would need to be a deity, yeah, like the moon. <laughs> <laughs> the heart is something greater. I agree, but this rhinestone whale, I still believe in it, and I believe it would be a fine quarry. What if a, the rhinestone whale is an angel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your friend who you've known for ages comes along and says, oh, there's a rhinestone whale going around. And you're like, oh, it, it, maybe it could be an angel. <laughs> Whatever it is, I plan to be the one to bring it down. Cement me as the greatest whaler to have ever lived. Fine sort of gold, don't you think? I mean, it's lofty. Mm. It's, it's, it is an angel of the heart, and killing it would bring about unknown consequences from a multitude of organizations against you. 
I just want you to be prepared about all those sorts of ramifications. Oh, I don't believe it's an angel for a moment. It doesn't matter what you believe. <laughs> it matters what the organizations believe. You're right, but, uh, you know, that's putting the cart before the horse, so to speak. I have to find the thing first. Mm. Ever find any sort of inclination of where it could be? No, that's why I'm collecting more trophies, working my way up through this Grindle Club. My friend follows salt paths. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> One day, I plan to meet Lady Salvacious Grindle herself. Once I've got her attention, she will know where to find it. There is no prey she can't find. If such a esteemed hunter knew where this prey was, wouldn't they have hunted it already? Maybe. Maybe. So maybe the whale is dead? It's not among her trophies. I've looked. That would be the thing you would show off, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, you arrive at uh, this uh, section of the cathedral, uh, which is a big uh, spire tower that goes up. Uh, uh, you are uh, let inside. Like he, he says a word to the, the person on the door, and they let you in. It is a giant... Uh, all of the internal walls are mirrored. There are silver mirrors all the way up the inside of this. Mm. And, and they're like like uh, like person size, but still like reasonable that you'd find in a bathroom. So it is like a huge tiled grid of these. Yeah, okay. As you walk up. And it gives a really uncanny sensation because they don't reflect reality quite as it is. There is something slightly different in each of these mirrors. And mm. so it's... it's uh, have you ever uh, been in one of those rooms where you have two mirrors facing each other? Yeah, yes. the eternity rooms. It, it, it's an eternity room where it shows different things along them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so there's these shiftings and it gives the sensation of someone like walking through a corridor, a couple corridors away from you, but it's just a reflection in the mirror. Mm. And that is constantly happening in you know, the, your peripheral vision. Eerie. It's a very discomforting effect. Yeah. I haven't felt like this since, you know, we smoked that stuff back at the top. <laughs> <laughs> does give that impression, doesn't it? You walk to the top of the tower, and there is a witch there. Uh, this is uh, Doves at a Winter Wedding, is her full name. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's actually an elf here, like the two of you. But uh, being down here in the hut has, like, changed her a lot. Uh, you can see that... Is she wearing her mask? She is not. No. Or... Maybe it's more fun if she is. <laughs> okay, if if I see that she is, yeah, I put on my um, uh, followers mask, so the one that has a bunch of moons chains things on it. Yes, uh, I think hers is a. It has basically like a series of wires, like it is a wireframe mask, but uh, there's also piping that goes through those wires and little nozzles that come out that are just constantly dripping blood. Yeah, and it's like streaming down her face at all times. So it's, it's not a concealing mask in any sort of way, except for the blood that now conceals her. And uh, she is in, like, very noble witch regalia. Like, uh, there are a lot of people down here that, like, uh, think of the witches as being, like, the nobles of the heart. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, she very much gives that impression. She's uh, got a... It is a cloak over a, a big... It's, it's somewhere between, like, a, a ball gown and a wedding gown. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, and it is a 
once it used to be a pristine white, but it is now also soaked with the blood that she just has constantly streaming across her. Nice. Mm. I sort of walk up, put an arm out, take a deep bow, like the the, 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 the very flamboyant noble bow that mm. you see, like take almost a half step back. Like a flourish. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I say, doves at a winter wedding. It is uh, my humblest, uh, uh, words are hard. Privilege. <laughs> Privilege. <laughs> Honor. Honor, to make your acquaintance, I am uh, Moon's chosen light. I hear that you are a interpreter of theologians' will. Uh, she, uh, like, when you've come up to her, uh, the, the main section on the top of this, there are, like, a couple chairs around, but she is standing at a, a pool that has, uh, one of these mirrors, like, placed horizontally on the ground, and she was standing over it. Uh, she turns to you, she, uh, gives a little, uh, uh, bow and a wave of her hand, and says, please step up to the mirror. Of course. Step up to the mirror. Uh, you look down. Uh, this one appears to reflect reality pretty close to what it is. And then she says, And now show it your chest. Alright. Um, I start unbuttoning my shirt and I open it up. Mm. Uh, as you do, the place where the, the mark of theologian is, branded across, it is completely gone in the mirror. And instead there is just a, a, a void that is filled with eyes. <laughs> that are all staring up at you. That's interesting. Um, As you'd recall... Uh, <laughs> it's consulting the rule book. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think it's six eyes? Oh, you're looking for... A... An eye reference chart. <laughs> uh, Theologian has 1,111 eyes. <laughs> the goddess of the moon has six. Ah, I see. I believe. Hmm. It is six eyes in there, yes. Uh, they, they're all of, of varying sizes and varying hues. But as you look into those eyes, you immediately know those are belonging to a theologian. Okay. Um, I have more questions now than I had before. Am I speaking to theologian? Is the, I'm just trying to work out what, what I'm supposed to do. When you look into this mirror, you see what it is you need to become. I need to become a chest cavity with eyes? Yes. Does anyone have a knife? Uh, Yes. Are you going to perform a eye implantation? Uh, She walks over to a a vanity mirror she has. She opens it up to the cabinet inside, and it is filled with jars with eyes in them. And she says, yes. I'm going to assume you don't have any sort of anesthesia in this place, do you? (laughs) Theologian will assist you. Oh, fuck right off. <laughs> All right. Jagged, come with me. Yes. Jagged, you don't happen to have anything I could bite down on, do you? I have a few things. I, th- I think he, yep, yeah, uh, pulls out his, just like a, a little bit of wood he's been whittling or something like that. All right, great. I'm going to take that. I'm going to put it under my mask. Mm. I'm ready to get started on you. <laughs> I sort of take the re- start taking the rest of my top off so that it's easier to get access to my chest. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to shove some eyes in the boy. She says, lie down on the mirror, on your side. I need to be able to see what I'm copying. All right. I do that. Yeah. You rest yourself down on the mirror. She pulls out 
a set of scalpels. And uh, we cut over to Hyponica, <laughs> I think. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I flog this harpoon. <laughs> I, I get rid of it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I get rid I don't even haggle. Um, <laughs> I want it out of ha- I want it out of this haven. Um, if I had if I had the gun, um, or if I had an arm for it, I would throw it out of the haven. <laughs> um, uh, but I have a feeling that this the best way to get rid of this is through an action, uh, a transaction, I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the catacombs have a lot of like small boutique stores in here. And, yes, uh, you can go in and like yeah, knock that off uh, quite easy. I, I think for it, I'll give you a D4 worth of occult items. Can I? I would like to actually use my core ability uh, for this one. Yeah. Um, because this, I believe. Okay. So it's called the cost of doing business. At any time, you may consume a resource and roll its dice. Set this dice aside. When you perform an action or inflict stress, but before you roll the dice to resolve it, you may replace any unrolled dice in your pool with the dice you set aside. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so I'm going to roll a d4 now. Mm. Um, um, uh, for the record, uh, you can the, the haunts you can clear here, Echo, Supplies, and Fortune. Oh, okay. One. That's very good. Yeah. Um, that's, we might need a one. Yeah. Is Maybe. It, is it that you get to use it or can you apply it to someone else? My ruling here is I'll let you apply it to any role. Like, even if it's on my side of the table. I'll just have a look here. When you perform an action or inflict stress, but before you roll the dice to resolve it. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. Definitely know what the ro- result's going to be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when I know it's going to be a failure. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's fine. And that I, consumes. I mean, well, no, no, the no. This is the this is the stress, right? This is the the the, the one is your, is your result on stress, not to whether you succeed or not. Yeah, this is a rule where, like, mm. I'm inclined to be a bit more lenient with it than it is uh, rules as written. Mm-hmm. Well, and use that and use it um, to replace rolls in general. Yeah, you can replace. Yeah. Uh, like, if I were to roll incoming stress, and you would say I want it to be a one instead. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. Makes yeah. That makes it way more powerful. Um, cool. Um, uh, but it, the, the more important thing about this is that it consumes the resource. Yes. Um, uh, now, in, in the past, when it's made of paper, I've just burnt it. Mm. Um, but what is this thing made from? Uh, this is uh, steel with inlaid uh, ivory. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the, this, this is not going to burn too well too quickly. No. Um. Uh. I'm. Am. I'm pretty much. I'm content to take this to like a smelter. Mm. If someone is working a forge down here, or if someone is working with with materials that need to be superheated. Yeah. There. There is a trinket maker down here. Fantastic. Was, yeah. Happy to accept this stuff. I then... wanted to make trinkets out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, and I, t- I toss it. I toss it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of it. <laughs> If it's destroyed as a result of this, then I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, you pretty much see it go straight in the forge as you're leaving. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> I go deeper into the catacombs. Uh, you are looking around uh, at the different signs. Uh, uh, some people here, like there are, everything is very small stores. There are some stores, like obviously 
you're not supposed to go in there if you don't already know what it is. Mm. It'll be unmarked or they've just got some sort of sigil on the front of it. But there are other places that do advertise themselves as uh, businesses. And you do past a little store called Votos. Aha, yes. Well, I don't pass it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I think I like. I almost walk past it, but then as I soon see the sign, I duck in there. You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter, or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.